0: So we look, at, we look at market rent. We have a couple of different data providers on the back end. And then we also look at comps in the market.
1: Listen, I would imagine depending on how long you've lived in the house, you, that number might shock you.
2: It would probably shock a lot of people, yeah,
1: yeah. if you've had that mortgage for like mean, 20 years. Yeah, yet, we were like just like talking about like, you know, I've had my mortgage 17 years and, you know, I have an $1,800 mortgage payment that for a similar house today is probably 2,500 yeah. rent. You know, so some people might be saying that that might catch people off guard. I mean, it is what it is, <laughs> but they're going to be shocked as by a it. landlord. I can appreciate <laughs> the other side, though.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so welcome to another episode of the Context to Contracts podcast. I am Brian Lovell, always here with the amazing co-host, Mr. John Jones, and we have a super special guest with us today. Miss Julie, I'm going to butcher your last name. Is it Rache?
0: Rache is great. Yeah, that's it.
1: Is that it? Nice work! Boom! Yeah. Nailed it. Did
0: yeah. it? From you uh, cut out the part where you said you're going to butcher it. There
1: you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thanks for joining us from from Easy Knock. And um, you know, we we uh, John and I have been having a lot of conversations on the podcast lately about like this is a
2: smoke and market we're in. It's it, very it, unique.
1: It very very unique. Can something be very unique? By I the way, I
2: don't think this has ever happened. Right? I mean, 2000, you know, four, five, and six, it was smoking hot, but it wasn't. There was plenty of inventory. Yeah. So you're you know, you you if you were looking to purchase at that time, plenty of loan options and plenty of properties to make offers on. And yep. it was never, in most cases, not a lot of multiple bid, you know, yeah. like what we're seeing now.
1: Yeah. So I, th- I think in market wise, we're definitely in uncharted territory, and we brought Julian today to share with us a little bit about a product that uh, they have at easy knock that's kind of helping uh, buyers bridge the gap for where they need to go in the market that we're in. But hey, I just figured pretty, you have a pretty interesting background in various stages of real estate, both residential and commercial. Can you share with us a little bit about some of your experience, what you've done?
0: Sure. Absolutely. And thanks for having me. Um, so I'm Julie Raich, VP of Business Development at Easy Knock. Uh, I guess really 10, 20 seconds of my career. I started off at Goldman Sachs, and then I've been in commercial real estate, uh, kind of prop tech ever since. So a company called CompStack. We were basically crowdsourcing lease comps for commercial office assets um, all across the U.S., so launched like 90 markets from the U.S., then was over doing that in London, got into the London property scene. Uh, then I joined a little company called WeWork, um, and there we were um, basically I ran business development for them. I was over in Asia, in China for a little bit over a year, and then I was in India for a year. So a lot of that was really around how do we partner with big, um, for us, it was big brokerage partners, right? And so then when I came to Easy Knock, I was looking at this, this really interesting market that we have and an opportunity to help homeowners with unprecedented levels of home equity. How how can we creatively help homeowners to access that equity? Um, So that's what I do here. I look over all of our partnerships. And so slight difference from previous companies I've been at, but the people we're partnering with are large uh, real estate brokerages and then obviously lenders and brokers themselves.
1: Yeah, cool. So, hey, one question we have uh, before we get into the products real quick. Are, you guys do all states?
0: Yep. We're, we're in all 50 states. Uh, okay. we're our only kind of delimiter there. We we don't do uh, super rural properties, um, but everything other than that, just because a, a lot of our business model as we go into it is based upon the homeowner being able to resell. Lot,
1: sure, so. sure. So, John, let's set up real quick kind of like the the type of borrower, consumer, whatever we want to call it, that, that might benefit from knock. So, One of the things that we're seeing in the market right now is let's just let's just take a move up buyer as an example. You know, you or I could classify this like, hey, we've lived we have a home. We've lived in it for a number of years. Maybe we want to get something bigger. We we face a couple of challenges in the market. One, can we make an offer that's contingent on the sale of another? And two, we need the equity from this sale Mm -hmm. to help us to compete in an environment where we're going to have to bid over ask.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, don't, I think it's a challenge right now. If you wanted to just, you know, go from one to another, it might be easier for you to find a new home and then list the current home because the the current home is going to go quick. I mean, if yeah. it's priced right, it's probably going to be, you know, for, you know, um, under contract within days. Yeah, you know, of, of listing, and then the challenge is with n- limited inventory is the buyer trying to find that ideal property for the move up?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So Julie, could you talk to us a little bit about um, a solution that you have at Easy Knock that could benefit the scenario John and I just kind of talked about? Bridge the gap of yeah.
2: course.
0: <laughs> of course, of course yeah. And bridge is a good word to use, right? Um, so you know John focused on this a little bit before, which is there's a real inventory crisis out there, right? And we feel at Easy Knock and we, where we're seeing the market is that this disproportionately affects folks who need to sell that home before they buy the next one right? So anyone that's going in with a home sale contingency, I also think when you think about it at a macro level, right? Think about the amount of work from the LO to the realtor to the, to the potential home buyer that goes into 20 offers on one home. Well, 19 mm. of those is kind of a waste of time, of everyone's time, right? <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so this is something that, you know, it's a solution that we partner with our lender broker um, and then an agent realtor partners. Um, we, we partner with them to help that homeowner to access the equity in their current home. So they sell the home to Easy Knock, clears the existing mortgage on the existing home, um, can clear can any, you know, whatever other liens are against that home. And then they've got cash in hand. They're renting back from Easy Knock, So they've got a totally flexible um, lease on the back end. And then that lease terminates whenever they sell the home on the open market. So if you think about it, you know, here we are, what is it, April right now, you know, you're looking at a move, you want to get through the school year, but you know, you need that cash in hand. Um, and so this would be a great solution for a homeowner that's maybe a move-up buyer. They need to get that cash out. They don't want to uproot, especially you don't want to move a family into the Embassy Suites for three months, right? <laughs> and, and kind of hang out, or or as my CEO nope. likes to say, nope. his worst nightmare is the in-laws, right? Like yes. he's like, I started the whole company to avoid uh, moving in with them when I needed to. Um, but you get that cash out, and then they're a more powerful buyer in the market. They're non-contingent, um, and it makes them more competitive. And as we're talking about kind of like economies of work in this offer process.
2: Yeah. Cool. So I'm curious: Is there a time frame from when you you know lease lease the house back to the homeowner? Is it, what do you, what's your target time frame? Do you allow that to so, go on month to month, or is it six months or a year?
0: It's it's even more flexible than month to month. We sign a we we basically they, we buy the house from them and we become their landlord, okay. right? They get cash in hand. They get up to eighty five percent of that home's appraised value um, in their hand, right? We're going to clear that mortgage value. We're going to clear that mortgage balance, and the rest goes gets wired to them. And then they rent back, and so whenever that home sells on the open market, not only does that end their lease, right? So this could be four and a half months or three point seven months, whatever it is. Not only does that end the not only does that end the lease, um, they get any home price appreciation. So to keep it fair, we buy the home at the appraised value. But as you guys, I'm sure, are seeing, right, everything's selling over appraised value, so all of that incremental goes to the homeowner.
1: Wow. So oh, nice. so I, a couple couple of things I really like about this, real quick. So one that that was one. So. Easy Knock buys the home for you right now in April. You go to sell it in August. If there's any additional equity yeah. or appreciation, that goes to the the buyer, right? Well, in this case, the seller, the the seller, right? Um, but two, you know, so Julie, you said you guys will do up to eighty eighty five percent LTV. So one of the yeah. things I, I think is a tool that loan officers should be using is that they're going to. They're gonna get. They're gonna set up their new mortgage for their new house, right? Then they're gonna list the home for sale that currently Easy Knock owns. When they get the rest of the additional appreciation and the other fifteen percent equity out of the home, they could do a one-time payment recast mm-hmm. on the mortgage that they just took out. So what that is is one-time principal reduction, and we recast the mortgage based of the new principal balance. Yeah, I like it. Yeah.
2: Any other, so in that case there, is there any benefit for the buyer going forward in the new home to have, you know, a cash backup contingency plan with you guys? You guys offer well, so that? They,
0: I mean, they've got the, what do you mean in terms of a cash backup?
2: So similar that if, if the financing, if the lender fell through on the purchase and wasn't able to close and close on the 30th of April, let's say that you guys would do a lease back on the new property they're trying to get into.
0: Got it. So, so a cash buyer program on the, or power buyer program on the forward purchase. Yes. It's something that, that we've looked into. Um, I can't talk too much about it, but, uh, but our current product, what it does is it, it, it gives the customer cash in hand, right? So when, when they need to bid over appraised value, right. And they're getting their mortgage from Van Dyke, but they, you know, they, they are only getting finance up to that appraised value. Having more cash is just makes them more powerful in the market as well.
1: So on this product that you just shared with us, two additional questions. One is, what what does it cost?
0: Yep. So we're going to buy that home at the appraised value. Um, and so something really interesting is that you know we'll charge between, depending on the the uh, co- closing cost environment in the state, between three four nine percent and three nine nine percent of that of that purchase price of the home. Now where that gets really interesting is we're seeing month over month appreciation in a lot of markets so if you have someone that's renting this home back for four months it's, it's paying for itself in a lot of different markets right mm-hmm. yep. um, and so then as they're renting back they're getting like i said that appreciation so if we had that home appraised at 200 or right when we when we took title and we bought that house from them it could very well sell for 240 230 right we're seeing that in a ton of different mm-hmm. markets um, all that incremental goes into the customers pocket.
1: Now, can they use any real estate agent that they want to uh, facilitate the sale of the property?
0: Absolutely. Yes. And so we, I'd say the only kind of caveat to that is that we do partner with 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 realtors, right? And so if a realtor is bringing us a customer, um, they're part of that, it looks like a, a sleeve transaction for them, right? So they'll come in, do the deal with Easy Knock, the customer becomes a renter, um, and that agent will work with that Uh, seller then to sell that home on the open market and get the best purchase best sale price there um so they get as as much appreciation as possible um can be really interesting too when you think about just you know where a little investment of five ten thousand dollars means that you can see outsized returns on the sale on the open market um all those kind of staging costs that people have been putting off stuff like that yeah
2: yeah, and, and what's the rent back cost? Do you guys have a multiplier that you use to calculate market markets? rent? Okay. Yeah, so
0: we look at we look at market rent. We have a couple of different data providers on the back end, and then we also look at comps in the market.
1: Listen, I would imagine depending on how long you've lived in the house, you, that number might shock you. It would probably shock a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. If you've had that mortgage for I mean, twenty years, yeah, yet, we were like just like talking about like you know I've had my mortgage seventeen years, and you know I have an eighteen hundred dollar mortgage payment that for a similar house today. Is probably twenty five hundred rent. Yeah, you know, so some people might be saying that that might catch people off guard. I mean, it is what it is, it, but they're going to be shocked it, as by a it. landlord. I can appreciate <laughs> the other side, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I get in a, a
0: bake off between between your mortgage payment and the rent, obviously the rent's going to be more expensive. We are covering property taxes. They're getting the flexibility of not having to move twice. Um, yeah. They're also just getting that that just general flexibility and access to cash. So really, kind of apples to apples there. Um, also with a customer that maybe has a high DTI um, or has some high interest debt to clear off, right? That can definitely drastically make a swing in the monthly payments. I mean, we,
2: we, you know, when you think about this, right, as a strategy, you've got some naysayers out there. And they, and, and, and while you and I might understand the market's probably not going the other way.
1: Right? You're meaning appreciation going backwards. Right, okay. we're,
2: we're, right. I would only want to say that word. It's like shank and golf, but-, but What's yeah, saying the R for, word? For, 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 for right. For a strategy as a home seller, you could sell the home to Easy Knock, lease it back. Let's say you did think that way, right? You did believe the naysayers and there's a bubble. I mean, does, is there any benefit to? I, I guess. Are would, you
1: asking if there's any benefit to being what would, a long time What would happen if, if
2: you gave, like, if you bought it at a, like, for example, if somebody believed that the market was going down and you sold it to Easy Knock at eighty five percent of appraised value?
0: Sure. So if there's a big swing, right. And say that that home goes from 200, all the way down to 150, yeah. um, when we say we fund up to 85%, the remaining 15% sits in what we call an option value. Right. And so that means if it sells, if it sells flat on the open market, they're getting that remainder straight, but it's usually selling at a slight at a premium to that. Right. We've been seeing a drastic premium to that. If it were to dip, that's their exposure there. Right. Mm -hmm. If it dips below that, we eat that. Right. So there's going to be no, there's no scenario, um, so they're getting the upside and the downside. But there's no scenario where we're yeah. saying, "Hey, the home value dipped. You owe us twenty okay. thousand dollars." They're right?
1: they're banking on there being appreciation. Of the yeah. Market. And
2: yeah. I, like I said, I don't. If, if, if we had a dip, it's not going to be yeah. what it was in 07.
1: Yeah. So, Julie, I don't I don't know if you have this data or if you can even share it with us, but I'm just curious. Like, how many transactions are you seeing that that are done like this?
0: Sure. Um, so we've been in business since 2016. Um, you know, we've really basically been doing this product for about three to four years. Um, took us about two years to kind of figure out the legality of what we're doing and, and make sure we we paper all these transactions, interestingly. Um, so been doing this for a few years. I've seen the majority of our growth. We tripled the business last year. Um, so we've done thousands of transactions um, nationally um, in terms of our movability product, which is that bridge product, is a little newer. Um, It really came about because we had some very entrepreneurial realtors that were saying, love what you guys are doing. Instead of doing it on that longer term leaseback, can I just do this in a bridge scenario? Mm -hmm. Right. And so we really then built a program around that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Nice. So um, just curious, like what what are some of the states that you're you see the highest traffic or transactions in?
0: So we see, and a lot of it has to do with our partners and where they are, yeah, right? Sure. Um, our, our biggest states are Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Um, Texas mm-hmm. is a large chunk of our portfolio, um, and then you know we've got North and South Carolina um, doing a lot in, and, and we've transacted in, in. I would say most states. I don't think we've done anything in Alaska or uh, North Dakota yet, or anything like that.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'll say yet on that one. Yeah. Um uh, <laughs> But but for us, it was really important to. To kind of serve the partnerships that we were interested in that we go pretty much national as yeah. opposed to market by market
1: so you you had mentioned the, the the bridge product is really only one of your products what are some of the other um products that you guys are are doing
0: so the, our, our core product is really focused around uh, and it's the same thing right it's just a longer version of the sale leaseback so it's an experience where we're gonna buy that home from the customer They are going to get that cash and they're going to be able to remain in their neighborhood, their school district in that home without uprooting the family. Um, This could be somebody who maybe was looking for a cash out refi or a HELOC, And because of either their credit, uh, their DTI, their um, income type, a lot of non W2 employees, um, they're not going to be, they're not going to qualify for those products. Right. And so this could be a really great alternative um, that will allow that family to stay in their home. Like I was saying, and you know, it's a private sale. They're going to stay, they're going to stay there. Um, without kind of putting that for sale sign out on the front yard um, and then get access to that cash. And then in our longer term product, they preserve that option to repurchase the home. Um, So that's something that you know customer control in all of our products is something that, that is really core to what we're delivering. So at any point that customer can repurchase their home the same way that in our bridge product, they can choose to move in or not move in, they're already there. Uh, but they can choose to enter the program, and then they can list that home the next day, right? And so, okay. for us as a rental landlord, obviously, we could be looking at maybe just three weeks of, of rental income on that, right? But it'll be, sure. be work it for the customer.
2: Sure. So, if they decide to purchase the home six months later, what, what what's the strike value there? Or the, per, the is it is it what you entered into at the beginning, or is there appreciation factored into that?
0: So, this is our sell and stay product, right? And so, this is a longer term sale leaseback. Um, how it works is that we're looking, we fund a little, we're a little more conservative on that one. So we're going to give them up to 75% of that appraised value. Okay. Um, so I'm going to pick some very easy numbers here. Let's say that home is $400,000 appraised right on the dot. Um, and so we would give them 300 up front. That repurchase price is locked in at that 300. So if they want to repurchase it down three years down the road, or they want to purchase it 18 months down the road, whatever it is.
1: So um, basically they need to pay off the lien. That, the, that's the long and short of it. Right. To,
0: so I mean, we're not you know, we're, we're taking they're, title they're, right there's no lien on the property. So when we fund that 300 we're paying their initial mortgage, right? That primary lien on the home. Then we take title where the homeowner there's no loan, but they would likely unless they are repurchasing in They can it in buy cash, it back for 300. Yeah.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. They they're going to buy it back for the amount of money that they got from Easy Knock, right? Yeah. So so this is interesting. So if if the if like the the ideal consumer who would take advantage of something like this is somebody who doesn't necessarily credit qualify to do a cash out refinance on their home. Um,
2: maybe, maybe change jobs, right? A situation. Yeah. They're new, newly self-employed. They need to access money to start up a business, right? And, yep. and they and they jump into it and they, they're not going to qualify right now. Okay. Gonna tell them it's going to be a year or two. So they would go this route and know that they basically are just hedging. They've got the house and once they're ready, they come back and buy it back.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. That, that made me think though on on the original bridge product that we were talking about, do you credit qualify the, the buyer? So meaning like you want to make sure they're going to be able to buy the new property.
0: Mm -hmm. So we'll work with it. We'll work with homeowners across the credit spectrum. We don't have, we don't look at credit score because what we're doing is we're not alone, right? We're taking, we're taking principal on the home. Uh, We're taking title. I mean, we're principal on the transaction um and we're going to be their landlord and so we can work with them because we have that option value and we're doing this transaction uh somebody that maybe you know we need to do a hold back of rent prepayment um kind of like more of a security deposit type experience yeah
1: okay so what what questions haven't we asked that that we should you can almost
2: use this product like a reverse mortgage i mean if you didn't have a mortgage and they gave you you you'd appraise that same property at 400 you could get your hands on 300. Yes, and then you know lease it back for as long as you know as you need, or you had access to all that cash, yeah, I'm assuming yeah. that's correct, right? You'd have three hundred to go and and play with, yep I
1: mean, y- yeah, you'd have three hundred to go to play with, but you're still making a rent payment to them, yeah, right. You're just not paying back the the three hundred until you want to take title of the property back is that is that exactly yeah,
0: exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. of different interesting use cases too just to the extent that you come across you know potential borrowers that look like this it's um also we work a lot with divorce kind of inheritance there's there's a couple different ways to do that but just anywhere where there's a situation where someone wants to liquidate at least part of that asset right and then either retain that repurchase right or they're not looking for that repurchase right they just want time and flexibility
1: yeah good so Uh, so
2: she brought that up i mean a divorce would be a good case for this right yes spouse might not qualify currently to do an actual mortgage yep and this gets them, you know, separate on title. Okay, look like that. Any other any specific other scenarios that work well with these programs that you do? I, a lot I would of? say
0: as a, as a subset to our just to kind of broadly bridge and killing contingencies, anyone that's moving into new construction. Um, so whether you are renovating a future home, maybe purchase a fixer up, or I know we're seeing mm. that a lot of markets, right? People, as much as you love a turnkey property, when there's only X, you know, available yeah. in that market, and you really want to be in that school district, you want to be in that neighborhood. People are changing then and saying, okay, you know, maybe, I, maybe I do want to. Um, I didn't want it, the whole project of fixing up this house, but looks like I'm going to. And then, if you think about the supply chain constraints that we have in the market today, those are folks that you know, maybe they're saying delivery is going to be September might be a little bit more like November, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's just good (laughs) luck
2: getting a refrigerator. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the igloo cooler is going to have to work. Yeah. Um, So, so, you know, we we work with a lot of folks that are kind of in in those types of moving situations as well. Cool.
1: So so I started to ask, is there, is there anything like we should be asking? Is there something that we've missed? Think of it in terms of like, Hey, if loan officers and real estate agents are going to watch this, what does their ideal client look like? Do you, do you want to spell that out a little bit more or did we cover that?
0: I could definitely do that. So there's the, I would say there's two subsets, right? There's <clears throat> there's the client that just really simply needs to sell before they buy. Right. We can be a solution. We're available in a lot of geographies. Uh, that person just needs to have, obviously, an equity position in the home. That's significant. Right? So we're usually looking at like less than a 65 percent LTV just to make the transaction meaty enough and worth it. Right. Um, that's probably the ideal customer subset, right? Somebody that bought three years ago on an FHA mortgage, once they go through this transaction, they're not really going to be enough. Yeah. Um, so I would just say that would, wouldn't be the best use of everybody's time. Um, so that, that, that customer that needs to sell before they buy, and then also anybody broadly that's looking to get access to that home equity while they stay in the home. Um, so we were talking about those different scenarios there, divorce, starting a new business. Um, we were talking about kind of just just somebody that maybe doesn't qualify right now for a HELOC or a cash out refi, mm-hmm. keeping them in that home in that neighborhood. Um, so yep. these are all these are all consumers, yeah, that, that we could definitely help. Okay. And it's additional, you know, to the extent that you're that you're thinking about leadership as well, you know, it, it's another revenue opportunity. Um, I would say for the broker, right? And for the lender. Mm-hmm. So we, we could talk a little bit about that. I mean, I'd love to hear how you guys are thinking about product diversification.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think for for us, the way we would be presenting this is to our loan originators to help them find ways to do more transactions. Right. Um, and, and obviously the win for them is they they ultimately get to do the loan for the home that they want they're going to buy. And the agent that referred them, that person in the first place is going to be able to get the listing still, you know, when they, when they go back to sell that home. Uh, I think that's probably the way that we're yeah. I mean, the, hard, the
2: hardest thing is most most homeowners now, that's the fear. If they don't know about a program like this, the fear is I'm looking at what's available right now. And we have been like, and, and mm-hmm. I have several friends, for example, that are doing this. I don't like anything. Yeah. And I don't want to settle. So yeah. you know what? Until this bubble slows down a bit, I'm going to just stay put yep. where this this gives them an opportunity to just go forward and, you know, and be patient. You know, if they really do want to sell, find that home. Yeah. And have the cash ready when they do find that home or go back and just stay where they're at and pay back that loan. Yeah. So, I mean, I I love having, I mean, it's more like the last few years getting very creative on how to help homeowners with what we're all going through. Yeah.
1: I mean, and and that's really when you think about like probably in the last six weeks of us doing some podcasts, I think we've done four on this subject. More
2: focused like to the Mm -hmm. power buyer, right? I mean, and you're going to get that product out to us, I'm sure, in the near future. But uh, I mean, yeah, you've got to be creative and, and help all those sticky situations. Yeah, right? you know, especially the bridge part.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. People ask us about bridge loans all the time. I mean, mm-hmm. in, in essence, this is a bridge loan,
0: non lending bridge tool. But yeah,
1: okay. it, it's, it's a bridge. <laughs> thing. Right, right, right.
0: It, it, it's helping. It's helping in a bridge scenario. You're, Sorry, you're right.
1: Yeah, about. it's not. It's technically it's not a loan. So yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: The fear of some is, you know, I'd rather still own my house, right? And have control of it where that would be the bridge scenario in this case it's you know trusting and you know agreeing to lease back your own property sure some people will have that hurdle i'm guessing to overcome how that all works yeah you know in that scenario. for
0: someone that's planning to move especially right uh if you're planning to move then keeping title on it for that remaining three months is you know that's the trade-off right for you being non-contingent right. yeah. um and so yeah. they'd rather yeah. resolve that, that home sale contingency and then for someone who's looking to stay in longer term, um, it's, you know, we're keeping them in control, right? They've got they've got that repurchase option, yeah. but it's, it's mm-hmm. giving them that access to that uh, cash up front to yeah. fix whatever scenario they're in.
1: Well, I think the one thing does is it, it buys you a little bit of time, okay? And let me explain like what I'm talking about is we're, we're in a market today too, where we've got to get creative with the offers that we're making. And we're seeing, I think I saw um, a stat just today that 70% of purchase agreements right now are over ask. Okay. Correct. So if if I already have the assets from the sale of my home, I can get creative with how I want to make an offer to somebody, right? Meaning, you know, obviously I'm not going to be able to make an all cash offer to somebody if I'm if I'm moving up, but I'm going to be able to use those assets how I want to frame the offer that I'm I'm gonna wanna make, and working with a loan originator on what financing options do I really wanna mm-hmm. do. So like what you and I have talked about on the show. Instead of putting 20, 25% put, down, you go in with 5 you or go 10 in with 10% five. and
2: you use the extra money for that over ask.
1: Boom. And yeah. then once you settle on the purchase of this house and you go back and you list the old one, you're gonna get some additional equity from the sale yeah. of your home, maybe some additional appreciation, and you take that combined with the assets that you had left and you make that principal buy down yeah. and you eliminate the mortgage insurance, you, you know, from, yeah. the, from the mortgage that you got. So there's just, I, th- I think it, it buys you a little bit of time and to gives you, to give you flexibility of options for offers. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah. And if, I mean, by all means, if you're selling real estate, you've got to know about all these products.
1: You, you do. Yeah, you, you know? do. I mean, that's, yeah, you do.
2: that's definitely a challenge, challenge where,
1: We're in right now. now. Yeah, cool. All right. We got anything else? Julia? Julie, sorry.
0: No, you're good. No, I I think we covered a lot there.
1: Cool. So, hey, thanks for joining us. Um, We'll make sure in the description we we let people know a way to get in in contact with your company. If you've got any questions about easy knock either as an agent or um, as a loan originator we'll make sure that you uh, get in contact with the right people but Julie we want to thank you for jumping on the show I know you've got a busy week coming up with a conference yeah. so you fit us in in a little bit of time that you had we appreciate that on behalf of John and Julie I'm Brian we want you to know if there's anything that you need we're always here to serve thanks Julie
0: all right thank you see you